My guest on the podcast today doesn't mince words when it comes to determining whether you're ready to start building a business. Basically, she says, if you're not prepared to put in the ton of effort and time, then don't waste your money. But if you've got the passion and the belief in yourself to match, then Stephanie Wynn, author and business development coach, has got some great suggestions to share for building the runway you need. Are you looking for an extra boost of inspiration while you chase your dreams? It's not always easy to stay motivated while you're balancing a career and home life, but that's exactly what we're doing. My name is Dory Stewart, and this is the She Turned Entrepreneur Podcast. Around here, we like to talk about business, marketing, motherhood, and so much more. I've been called the teacher turned entrepreneur, which is totally true. I was working as a high school STEM teacher when I saw a need and came up with a solution. That idea became a business that I was able to build into a multi-million dollar global brand. Now I'm using the knowledge and experiences I've gained to show other women that they can do it too. Being an entrepreneur can be a lonely and intimidating road at times. Thankfully, you don't have to do this by yourself. It doesn't matter where you're currently at on the path. Having someone cheering you on makes a world of difference to get to the next step. I love that I can bring that to you here. If you're ready to build the life you've been dreaming of, stay tuned as we dig deep into what it takes to turn into a true entrepreneur. I am excited for you to meet my guest today. She is an author, podcast host, philanthropist, and entrepreneur. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Dory, for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Of course. So let's start off by sharing with the listeners your background and how that led you to entrepreneurship. So my background has been in financial services, but what led me to entrepreneurship is that um, my grandfather was always an um, entrepreneur. He always, he had his own business when I was a little girl and um, he had to feed 17 children. And I was always amazed that, you know, how does this man feed 17? Well, actually 20, it's 20 miles because if you count him and my grandmother, like that's 20 people. Um, actually, yeah, 20, well, actually 19. So so I always wonder, like, how, how did he do this? And he never complained. He always did it with grace. He showed up. He got up in time. He got up really early. And um, on top of being an entrepreneur, what I noticed about him is that he would also garden. So I'm assuming that gardening was his self-care. And so I was like, wow, you know. And so it stemmed from my grandfather, I would have to say. and then. Um, just having a drive in me to be become an entrepreneur. I just thought that was amazing. Right, that's just, and I tell people I eat, sleep and breathe entrepreneurship because that's what keeps me up at night. Like just thinking about the ideas, how I can be more impactful. How can, how can I transform women who um, need uplifting, right? So yes, it, it, it stemmed from my grandfather. I love that. I love that. And so wonderful to have found something that gets you flying out of bed in the morning. Yes, 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 yes. And I've, I've heard uh, people who love gardening talk about how therapeutic it is. Oh, it is. I love And actually, so to, I say all of that to say, like, I've found a love for that. That's a part of my self-care. Um, my dad is a gardener. He has a green thumb. 
Um, and I think it's just from my grandparents, but we have a garden, like a big garden here. And every Friday is my day, Friday and Saturday, that's my day to like put my hands in the soil because it is, it's so like relaxed. It's just, it's just, it's, I don't know, I can't explain it, but it's just so like liberating. You don't have to worry about anything. You can talk to your plants and um, they talk back, like they talk back by the way they grow. And so I've learned like on Fridays, I'll go out and play music in my herbs and in my veggies. So yes. I love that. My daughter is a senior in college and she's a horticulture major. Oh, really? <laughs> and so she also has, I mean, her plants are her, her friends and mm -hmm. they have names and yes. a relationship and they're a living, breathing mm -hmm. thing. So. Oh yeah. I have, um, so everybody has a name. So it's belly, 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 belly is the bell peppers, right? And then Avi is the um, avocado tree. And then I have jalapeno and I call them Holly. So it, it's, you do have to speak to them because they need, you know, they need love too. So I just love to see them bloom. You know, they go from a seed to something that, you know, that you've, you've nourished and you just, you know, built this, I, I created this thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And what a parallel to entrepreneurship. Yes, yes. The same thing, the same exact, you have to, um, you have to, you, you know, nurture yourself. You have to, you know, feed yourself um, positive affirmations, you know, every day. Like, I, at least I do, you know, um, because your brain needs it. Like, your brain needs, you know, to hear that you love yourself enough to, be encouraged to be more um, happy to take time out for yourself, your brain, your body needs it. And I feel like if you love on you more, you could be better for this business, your brand, you know, you personally, right? So yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in serving others. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So true. So Talk to me a little bit about what you do now to help budding entrepreneurs. So what I do now, my, um, I have a branding, Stephanie Awin Business Solutions is a branding, marketing, and business development company that helps aspiring and emerging authors, specifically authors who are coaches, consultants, and maybe um, teachers, right? I help those um, individuals with um, and speakers, I, I meant left out speakers and speakers who they have a book, but they just haven't created a brand for their book, right? Nobody knows. I mean, a few people may know that they have this book, but they haven't really gotten clear on their audience. And so that's my goal is to help them truly understand the importance of their audience. Like, who are these people? Where are they? And where are they the most active? Are they online? Are they offline? So me being an author, um, the author of ready, co-author of the ready, book, Ready, Set, Go, A Simple Guide to Establishing a Successful Small Business. I wasn't taught that, that I needed a brand. And I had a publisher. So no one told me, okay, you need to build this brand up because 
someone is someone in order for you to, if you want to be a coach, if you want to go speak, if nobody knows that you exist, how do they know to buy into what you're selling? So that's, that's why I created the Stephanie A. Wynn Business Solutions so that I can help authors with branding, marketing, and business development. So important. And I feel like it's a lot of new entrepreneurs get kind of, it's kind of fuzzy on, on branding. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people think, okay, well, you've got to have the right, the right look and the right colors. So talk to me about what branding really is. So branding is how you position yourself. Right. And I think a lot of times people get branding and a brand. They got they get those two confused. Right. The brand is how you show up in front of your audience. And branding is simply to put it simply is how you show up it for your audience. So maybe you're showing up online in a group somewhere. Right. You maybe you have a, a exclusive group for your audience or maybe you're offline where you're doing Zoom coaching. You know, make, how how are you showing up and positioning yourself? in the marketplace, right? Um, and so I think a lot of people, if they can really get that, you know, okay, branding is how I show up. Like, so if you look at Starbucks and Chick-fil-A, they're showing up without having to market themselves because they know that they have enough brand equity in their business. They, they believe in the value of what they're bringing. They believe in the culture of Chick-fil-A or Starbucks. They believe that in so much in their brand that they can charge the premium prices for their products and services, right? So it, it's the same thing. Um, you have to believe enough in your brand to know that, okay, this is my brand. This is how I'm going to position myself. And so when we look at Starbucks, you know, Starbucks, they, they position themselves in a way that they're always in a busy shopping plaza or they're on a busy street. So if you're going to work, you're on this busy highway or byway, I got to stop in to get me some coffee, right? And they can create the lines down the street and around the corner because that's just how much they believe in their brand. And so I think it's how you position yourself in front of your true audience. Yeah, those are both really good examples. I feel like people who drink Starbucks, they're the type of people who drink Starbucks, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yes. And yeah, and, and Chick-fil-A, another great example. You think of Chick-fil-A, you don't just think of the delicious sandwiches. Right. You think of their customer service as well. Yes. You know, when you, it doesn't matter how much it costs. Nobody never questions their, I mean, some people do probably do question their prices, but Chick-fil-A has always been priced at that because they've, they've targeted a certain type of client. Mm -hmm. Right. This is not for the ones that want the value meal. We're, we're and they, you don't have you don't see many of their um, you you don't see them a lot of their commercials because they don't have to because they built that name up so that hey I'm going to Chick Fil A right yeah yeah absolutely can you give some actionable tips to the listeners who are maybe new uh, and have a new business and are trying to build their brand. You have to believe in yourself, number one, right? That starts with your mindset. So you have to have that mindset to know that what I'm about to do, I believe so much in me that I know it's going to be successful. Does that make sense? So that that's, we got to do that first. It's the mindset. You have to change the way you think. Sometimes we've been, we've been conditioned to have a fixed way of thinking that I know everything, 
or I'm just going to do it this way. No, like you have to change your mindset to know that you're going to succeed, but it starts with the growth mindset. To succeed, you have to be able to grow. So oftentimes people give up because things aren't happening and it's because they have, they don't, they don't believe in what it is that they're doing. That's just, that's one. Two, you have to get clear on your audience. Who are they? And I, you hear it all the time. You need a, you need an avatar, um, a, a, a buyer persona, but who, let's, let's take that off the table. Who are the people that are most likely to be interested in what it is that you're selling? Is it women? Is it men? Is it children? Well, you know, if it's a children, if it's a product for children, we got to go after the parents and the guardians, right? Or the school teachers or the principals. Like that, those are, that's just an, that's just one of many examples, but you got to really get clear on that. Okay, can they afford your product? Can they? right? So you want to be clear on, okay, where are they? Are they online? Are they offline? Are they at organizations? Are they not at organizations? Are they just individual consumers? Or is it corporations that will be purchasing, buying into what I'm selling, right? So you really got to get clear on your audience. That you need to do before you start marketing and promoting and selling to your friends and family, right? And then um, have a plan, you know, have a plan. You got to create a strategic plan. That plan should include marketing strategy, a marketing plan, right? What's the expense? What is it going to cost for me to produce this thing? Or what is it going to cost me to, you know, sell this product or service, right? So you got to have a plan, a strategic plan. And then lastly, I would say, um, I know I said three, but I'm going to give them a bonus. Lastly, I would say, you got to execute this plan. So when we said believe in yourself, that's the mindset. Two, you 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 must um, get clear on your pe- your people, your audience, the people that your product or service is for. Who are they? Where are they? Three, you have to create a solid plan, like a plan. Not I'm saying I see it. I've done it. I've been there. You, you'll create a plan and it's like, okay, for the next five years, I want to do this. No. What about the next 30 days? What am I doing in the next 30? What can I do starting today for the, that's going to, that's going to transform my business in some type of way, positively the next, right now, what can I do? Start writing now 30 days at a time. And then you have to execute. And how do you execute? Well, that may mean, okay, I've set up that I have this plan together. Now I'm going to, okay, I may need to get social media graphics or templates to post. How does that, how am I going to do that? Are you going to outsource that? Or are you going to go into Canva and create these designs and graphics? That's execute. You got the plan. Now we got to execute and you got to hold yourself accountable. What does that look like? When I say hold yourself accountable, for me, I plan, like I look at my week, a week before, okay, what is going on a week before? How many, how many appointments do I have? How many, you know, coaching sessions? How many interviews do I have? And so I plan my week ahead of time so that I'm not shocked, you know, or I'm not just, I'm not just showing up and just winging it. No, you have to make sure you have your calendar, use your calendar to stay organized in your business. It's going to save you a lot of frustration. So execute, a, have a plan. That plan 
is going to be your, it's going to be the game changer, just having a plan. And I like, I love that you said that working in 30 days and, and, you know, if you think about the five-year plan, it's easy to just kind of get overwhelmed and, mm -hmm. and not know where to begin. So is, so do you break it down into, okay, you've got the five-year, you know, vision and then break it down into a year, six months, 90 days? How, how, what's your process? So I attack my goals 30 days at a time. So it's 30 days. I start, um, October, I start, I do what's a reset of my goals for the next upcoming year, right? I take the month of October and I look at, okay, what have I accomplished so far this year? Go back to each month. Like I write them out. I want to accomplish because there's 10 things that I want to accomplish, but on my vision board, maybe 300, but I'm going to accomplish these 10 things for this year and not overwhelm myself, right? Because you want to give yourself some time to, how is this going to come together? What are the pieces that I need to, what are the pieces that I need to put this together? You see what I'm saying? So a lot of times we write down, like I'll give you an example. My goal is to, um, for the month of, for, for the month of March, I, it's women's month. So I am going to dedicate, usually I do a business, um, March business madness, but it's going to be a March women's madness. So we're going to dedicate it to women experts. And so what do we do? I'm, my goal is to interview the women and post these interviews so that people can get the information that they need from these experts. So being more intentional. So what I'm doing is I'm being intentional and I, um, and I make sure that I have a plan for them. Okay. So the month of February, I'm interviewing women and, and by the end of on February 28th, all interviews will be concluded. Right. So yeah, you have to like your intent. If we set the intent to do a thing, or 10 things, how does that look? What, what are the things, do I need a team to bring this together, right? So for me with my podcast, I don't know anything about editing. So I have an editor that edit my episodes. So he edits the episodes. I Am I gonna upload it? Can he upload it for me? Yes, so that's, again, that's being intentional about getting things done. Yeah, you don't need to be doing the things that are going to take you away from the things that are really going to move your business forward. Right. Definitely. Yeah. That's, that's really, that's really good to think of it in those 30 days to keep the overwhelm away. Definitely. Definitely. So do you work with your clients one-on-one -on -one or do you do group coaching? Talk to me a little bit about how you work with your clients. So we do one-on-one um, -on -one coaching and we also do group coaching. I have the Jumpstart Your um, Business um, with Stephanie, a win group coach, exclusive group coaching um, program. So yes, we do group coaching as well as one-on-one um, -on -one -on -one coaching. Okay, excellent. Mm -hmm. And talk to me about your books. So my first edition of my book, um, Ready, Set, Go, A Simple Guide to Establishing a Successful Small Business. Um, that's with my co-author, Jeffrey White. We, um, we both were in the financial services industry working together. And we really wanted to bring a simple guide, a tool to our startup entrepreneurs that, that can be impactful and transformational, right? I've read so many business self-help books and 
a lot of them tell you, okay, buy the, okay, you've read this book, now go buy another book. You read that one, go buy this one. So what I found was I had all these business self-help books, but none of them moved me or transformed me or had or in you know educated me enough to move or to do something. And so I wanted to provide a book where I can define what certain things were in business, right? And then give them simplistic tips about who's on your team, like building your support team, a brand, the importance of a brand. And so again, that, that was like the driving force. So now that I've, you know, figured out who my audience is, my second book, which I'm in the um, process of um, going through the editing process now is going to be more impactful to my author community, because now I want the authors to understand that being an author, it is truly a business and you have to market yourself that way. Like if you're doing it for, if you're doing it for notoriety purposes, that's fine. You just wanted a book that, that you want to give away for free. That's fine. I see that all the time. But if you're doing this because you want to become a speaker, a coach or a consultant, then you have to really, really, again, go back to that plan. Be clear on the people that you're serving. How does your book impact the people that you're assigned to? Not attached to, but assigned to. So, um, so yeah, so those are the two books I have right now. And then my third book that I'm working on is the, my journey with Crohn's disease, um, being diagnosed and how I made it through that difficult time. Congratulations. I mean, that's the, that's a huge accomplishment. Uh, so congratulations on all your success. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So do you have any advice for the listeners who are thinking about leaving their corporate job and starting a business? So, yes. Yeah, so because I was once there, um, I actually worked the nine to five and I had I started my very first business, which was an ice cream shop. Um, I was this is for the person that's married, has children. Um, if you don't have children, but you're on a nine to five and you're teetering the fence, you're not sure to take the leap or if you should still continue to work this um, business until you generate enough income. It would never be a good time to um, decide whether to, you know, you may say, well, I'm going to do it in 90 days. I'm going to do it. You know, I was there. You have to be clear on Again, do you believe enough in yourself to know that this business is going to be successful? Because oftentimes what we do is we create these thoughts in our mind that aren't there. Oh, what if it doesn't work out? It's, it's, it may not work. You know, I work a, I'm working a job where I'm getting paid really good. Do you believe that what, whatever it is that you're about to embark on, is there first, is there a need for it in, your, in the marketplace? You got to find that out first before you start talking about leaving your job. Think about your family. It's not just about you. It's about your family. How is this going to affect you, your family, or the people that are um, directly affected by the decisions that you make, right? So I say get clear on what it is that you're doing, what business that you want to start, if you're passionate about what you do, it may be philanthropic work. Maybe you want to start a nonprofit organization. Create the plan. Create a plan while you're working, while you wait. You work while you wait. You take 
You use your day job to fund your purpose and your passion. It's just as simple as that. That's that's the only thing I could tell you, but you got to believe enough in yourself to know that you could do this very thing because a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of uh, what I see is that some people are, they lack confidence because maybe they don't, they don't know enough about this thing that they're about to embark on. But just think if you had the information about this particular market, how powerful you could be. Oh, I can do this. Okay, so let me do this and do that. I'm getting, and then as you're looking at your list of things to get done, you're getting them done. If your goal is to generate a million dollars, okay, how are you showing up? Are you showing up? Are you implementing a million dollars worth of strategies every day in your business? Like it just doesn't fall into your, you have to go really, you know, entrepreneurship is work. It is work. And it's going to require three things, three things that we know. Um, we know we got to invest at some point in our business, right? But the most two important things out of the three is effort and time. If you don't have, if you can't put forth effort and time in this very thing that you're passionate about, don't waste your money. Do not waste your money and don't waste your time. Maybe it will happen in another time, but just do yourself a favor with heartache and frustration. If you're not ready to commit and put effort and time, why, what are we doing? So I'd say you got to put forth effort, time, and you know you have to invest, right? And make sure when you're investing, whether it's trainings, personal development, business development, whether it's um, you're getting coached, you have a mentor or you have a coach, make sure you're clear on what you're getting. Make sure you're clear on the services that you're getting. Am I getting one-on-one coaching, right? And when you're clear on what you're getting, you don't blame, you know, successful people. I read in a book that I'm reading, successful people don't, one thing they don't do is blame others for not showing up or for something going wrong. They don't blame others. Successful people take, they hold themselves accountable and they get it better the next time. Maybe it didn't go, maybe Maybe their coaching session didn't go well. Maybe they needed to tweak something in their business model. So they got it right. The next time, on the next go around. So again, you know, you got like, you got to figure out like what it is you want to do, where you want to be, attack your goals 30 days at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself. But you got to put systems in place. I think a lot of times, Dory, we as entrepreneurs, we want um, this overnight microwavable success. We want these things to just fall out of the sky. This this million dollars is going to just land in our laps today. And even the wealthiest entrepreneur, right, they put in work. They put in effort and time. They hire the very best of the best to be on their team, right? I talk about building your team and ready, set, go. A simple guide to establishing a successful small business because you need, you can't do this by yourself. You're gonna at some point need a team of people to help you. Now, yes, granted in the beginning, 
you're learning about your business. You're going to be doing a lot of things. You're going to be the bookkeeper. You're going to be, you know, the banker, all of these things in the beginning. But at some point, you're going to have to to level up. As people say, I need to level up. You got to put systems in place. And to do that, you may need a team of people to help you get that in place. So again, we have to be, we have to be honest with ourselves, but more importantly, believe in, you got to believe in yourself. Believe that you're going to be successful in this business, in this journey. And it's okay. One day you may be happy. The next day you may be like, what did I do? But if you're truly passionate about this, you have passion and compassion behind your purpose. You'll wake up the next morning with grace and you'll be ready to take on the world. I love it. So much, so much great advice you just gave right there. I hope the listeners are taking mad notes right now. And I think that you're so right. So many new entrepreneurs skip so many important steps and they don't do the research and they don't do the planning and they don't realize how hard you need to work (laughs) in order to reach your goals. Thank you so much for having me. And I want to leave them with some affirmations. You know, um, number one, I am successful. That's something that you should tell yourself every day. I am. It's present tense. Not I will be, but I am successful. I am strong. I am strong because you're going to need strength to get through some of those days that, you know, that, that maybe, oh, what did I do? Right. So I'm successful. I am strong. And I believe in me. I believe in me. So good. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Where can the listeners connect with you and find you? So you can go to my website, stephaniewin.com. That's S-T-E-P as in Paul, H as in Harold, A as in Apple, N as in Nancy, I-E, A as in Apple, W-Y, Y as in yogurt, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy.com. So that's stephaniewin.com. On all social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, it's Stephanie A. Wynn. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast and sharing your wisdom with us. And also I have a freebie for my um, listeners who are aspiring authors. I have a um, how to find your reader avatar. I'll give you um, the link will be provided in the show notes so they can grab their free free guide. It's, it's, it's important to know that. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Stephanie as much as I did. Here are my top takeaways. Number one, when you finally have in hand the book you're ready to promote, Stephanie recommends first identifying exactly the audience to which you want to speak. Number two, branding and brand are not the same thing. Brand is external. It's how you show up in front of your audience. Branding is internal. It's the strategy you deploy to position yourself and inspire stakeholders within the marketplace. Number three, you need a strategic business and marketing plan, as well as a commitment to executing it through resources, discipline, and accountability. And number four, three key ingredients for entrepreneurial success, investment, effort, and time. And if you're not willing to commit to the effort and time, then don't waste your money. If you want more, head on over to SheTurnedEntrepreneur.com for the show notes and links mentioned in this episode. 
Are you looking for a group of female entrepreneurs like you to ask questions and bounce ideas? Be sure to join my exclusive community for She Turned Entrepreneur Insiders on Facebook. We could all use some extra support. You can find the link at SheTurnedEntrepreneur.com. Thank you so much for listening to the She Turned Entrepreneur podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share with a friend, or leave a review. I'll see you next week. Thank you.